0: yeah why do we always have to be involved in the media like this it's always something so anyway Mike McCnan, the Jets GM who actually went through the draft doing the scouting for the draft doing the the whole trade with Levon Bell I mean uh with no, Bell and Levion Bell sorry and then um and then they fired him last week um initial reaction for me though as a jets fan I was like well, to me, that doesn't seem ridiculous because Adam Gase seems to be coming in full on. Like, this is Adam Gase's yeah. chance to be the man. And I think Chris Johnson, the owner of the Jets, actually sees potential in Adam. I actually see more potential in Adam Gase. And he seems like he doesn't give an F, which is great. Like, he's a tough guy. I just think that they didn't, you know, when you bring in a new coach that's a big head, and I heard that not a lot of people in uh, in the, uh, what's it called, the, um, the corporate side of things on the NFL teams like Adam Gase or get along with him, so that happened. He's fired, but there's rumors now the Jets are considering Peyton Manning to be the GM, and we know that Peyton Manning is one of is very close to Adam Gase. Uh, he's the reason the Jets kind of hired him because they actually went to Peyton Manning for advice on Adam Gase. Um, I don't think Peyton Manning is going to be the GM of the Jets. I think it's just like – I think it might even be newbie, 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 to be honest with you. But there's a rumor, and if, if Peyton Manning wants to come be the GM in the New York Jets, I have absolutely no problem with that. I would love that, to be honest with you. But do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. What do you guys think?
1: I love it. Uh, if nothing else, the Jets need all the uh, advertising dollars and eyeballs on their games that they can get. Peyton Manning is going to bring that. Uh, I hope he makes a jingle for the Jets. On the RV with the guy with the guitar, that would be epic. Huh. Um, Is that but Brad Paisley, uh, yeah, Brad Paisley. Yeah. Uh, I think it's great though. He'll make a much better GM than Dave Gettleman, so I think it's an instant upgrade there. Uh, you know, if if I wasn't a Giants fan, I'd probably be a Jets fan right now. Oh wow. Well, that's not what Jet fans are thinking,
0: though. Jet fans are all pissed off. Not at the Painting Man thing, but they're all like, what's going on? We're a shit yeah. show.
2: Oh, I just cursed. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever. You're yeah, just I, just, I just found out. I was, I was looking on Facebook. This bastard is not a curse. Come on. I okay, was just looking on checked. Facebook, and people were saying, apparently, my audio was like basically non-existent, and I checked... I actually had it set to record my audio from my AirPods instead of from the microphone, so I fixed it now. So if anybody's watching, uh,
0: now you can so hear me.
2: So, I'm thank glad. God
0: I was talking most of the time. I uh, always talk most of the time.
2: So, you right. know, it, it sucks. That, so uh, the podcast
0: starts now? I'm just kidding. Yeah,
2: well, no, I mean, um, you know, it's basically what most people dream of, which is a world where I don't talk. So, you know, <laughs> it, it that's was probably great. But long story
0: short, I, I don't know. I want this is kind of like I'll wait and see. But as a Jets fan, I don't know why all the Jets fans are freaking out. And I think the, the this is another example of why I hate New York media. And they just jump on things so fast. Like oh, they fired their GM. I'm like, they just everyone was just praising the Jets for doing such a great job in the off season. Now because they fired their GM. Fine, but I, I never liked Mac uh, McCagnon anyway. Yeah, but, he, draft, but he,
1: wasn't, he didn't draft very well except the drafted, first rounders.
0: He's known for drafting, guess who? Hackenberg. Oh, Hackenberg. He
1: Hackenberg. drafted Hackenberg. He's not, he's not a good drafter. Besides the obvious, in your face, first round talents, everything right. else second round on is terrible. But you're it's, not going to take away your GM before the draft. You have a plan, you have a structure in place. You take It the would disrupt things, the draft, right? It would be a complete crap show, like you said. So. Now Did the draft you, is you, over? You think?
2: I, I think. Yeah, I, I, I totally
1: disagree with that. I, I think right. that, okay. you disagree.
0: Hmm. Now we can hear you. You Tell us why. Yeah, thanks.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I, I definitely disagree with that. I th- and that's, you know, a lot of people on the radio that were saying the same thing this week. That if you're going to get a new GM and you don't believe in what your GM is doing, then why in the world would you wait until after the draft and before— after free agency, after the draft— but before the season, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you do but that? We that don't... That's,
1: a, that's a very short-sighted view. And Andy, if I may just jump in real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It puts it out being, being the token Jets fan. There's two reasons. Number one, before the draft, you have a plan, you have a setup in place. Now, there's not just the GM who's involved. You have scouts and everybody else feeding into that decision-making process. So it was kind of idiot-proof to draft Quinton Williams, number one. A lot of pundits said he was the best pick in the draft, period. So it was kind of a can't-miss day. Well, they also do that about Dwayne Haskins, too. As it remained, eh, I didn't hear that many people saying that. But either way, you so you it. do that before the draft, and you have the draft, the draft happens, and once it's done, then you can move on. But the second thing is that it's really tough to remove somebody from a position unless you have their replacement soon in the wings. Now, I know right now they're talking to Peyton Manning, this, that, and the other. But if you talk. were talking with somebody, if you were courting somebody to be the replacement to McCagney, or McCagnin, whatever you McG- say McCagnin. McCagnin. Then you know what? If that person wasn't ready yet, or you're waiting for a contract to expire, or you're waiting for some other condition to take place, you can't get rid of X unless you have Y to come in. But this, so is, there this, is, not, this is
2: not standard procedure. This is not the way it's usually done. The GMs okay. get, the GMs get fired at the end of the season. That's when, if, if a GM gets fired, they usually get fired along they with the coach. usually have somebody to replace them, Usually. No, that's not think, think I don't think that's true. I don't believe it. I that.
0: think Mike McCagnin knew he was being let go before the draft. And, I think.
2: And and, and and then there again, you've got a guy in the building. It's just like when, you know, if you've got an employee and you run a business, you've got an employee there, and, and the employee knows that he's getting fired, then the best thing to do, and I've had to do this before with businesses I've ran where I was, you know, I had employees, which was you let them go immediately. You do not let them stay a couple of weeks when you know you're gonna fire As soon as you know you're gonna fire them, you let them go because you run the risk during that time of something happening that could result in a lawsuit. You know, like they're basically dead weight there at that point. So you just need to let them go and you need to figure out whatever you need to do to bridge the gap to the next person. That's what you need to do. You know, or it's like some, having person. somebody in there that's dead weight that is, you already don't trust in decision. So what's the point of having them there? You know, that. And I feel it's like that's true. the way it, it happens the most time in the NFL. When they, like, when, you know, we fired Mike Smith a few years ago for the Falcons, you know, it, we immediately fired Mike Smith the same day, and then the next day we said, okay, we're going, we made the commitment to keep Thomas Dimitrov, which I, I think is stupid. But, you know, like, because the idea is you fire the coach, and then you fire the GM if you're going to do it. So usually if one gets fired and the and the other one survives for the, the next week, you assume they're going to stay there, you know? So, I don't know. I I I don't like it's it at all.
1: It's not that crazy. I I, I don't, don't
2: know. Like it it, it.
0: I know. I know. I know where the negatives are, but it just, it. I just don't think it's gonna disrupt our season like people think because the coach no, was brought in like as the new guy. Gase is a good coach. He had a, a winning great, record. Before I'm ready for the him.
1: started getting injured.
0: He's you a know good what? coach. As a Jets fan, I played the Dolphins. I watched him be able to make what? Uh, what's the backup to t- Taden Hill last season? Uh, he was on the Broncos. Uh,
2: uh Osweiler.
0: Osweiler. Osweiler comes in and he plays well. <laughs> and I'm like, why is he playing so well? Because Adam Gase is a damn good quarterback's coach yeah, and knows how to with treat these guys.
1: Quarterback with well, for...
2: but I mean, is he that great of a quarterback coach? If we will see Tannehill and couldn't even make Ryan Tannehill good, you know? Like
1: but I now darnell's already okay, I think. So I think he'll be fine. But record with Tannehill. Look back at the numbers when he wasn't. Tannehill's in... a tough quarterback at his time. Th- Tannehill, a reformed fast. quarterback, used to be wide receiver. Won over 60% of his games under Gase. I would say this. Ry- Check the facts.
2: Andy Dalton is better than Ryan Tannehill. Sure. That's all you need to know. Andy Dalton is literally the most av- Listen, listen. Better. Andy Dalton is probably the most average quarterback in the history of the NFL. The most average. And he's better than Ryan Tannehill. So I, you're never going to win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill. You know? So I, Will I, I
0: you win a Super Bowl with Darnold? Probably. Maybe. There's a good chance. Maybe. He has more potential there's than Ryan Cano. I don't
2: know if there's a good chance, but you have a <laughs> There's a, a good chance. chance. You have a fighting so. chance. That guy's 21 years old. I love the yeah, kid. Gotta, I, I can't mean, wait. I mean, Matt I Ryan wait. threw a, a friggin' uh, 60-yard touchdown on his first pass ever in the NFL. You know? We well, were like, cash money! Cool. Like, yeah, he's led us to a Super Bowl. He led us to an NFL championship or a uh, uh, NFC championship. He's led us to that game twice, which is, you know, twice as many times as we had ever been before, you know? So it's been good, but you know, having a having a good quarterback that has a lot of potential, you know, it certainly doesn't equate to a definite Super Bowl. You know, it, people forget no, this. No, no, I'm not
0: saying Super Bowl people, next year or pe- anything. People
2: forget this. The league is so competitive. Only one team wins every single year I and, know. and there's really? a lot of dynasties, you know, like you know, you got the the, pa- uh, the Packers that have been there a lot, you got the, the Steelers, you got the Patriots, you got the 49ers, you got the Cowboys, you got the Broncos, you got a lot of the Giants. You got a lot of these teams that have been there. It doesn't leave a lot of room for other teams to win. It's really rare that, you know, like when the Seahawks won a few years ago, you know, like that's really rare that a, a big name team that, you know, doesn't win it. One of those dynasties. The, those teams, those dynasties have won probably as many Super Bowls as the rest of the field combined, you know, or it's pretty close. So it's super hard to win a Super Bowl. When you got a good quarterback, you feel like, man, you know, we can definitely win one. And then all of a sudden, you look up and your quarterback is freaking 33 years old or 32 years old, and you're like, oh, like, imagine if you're a Packers fan, you know, like, yes, they won one with Aaron Rodgers, but they were thinking for sure, dynasty, multiple, multiple. Super Bowls, you know, the the whole nine yards, and he's won one. They didn't, even, they haven't been to the playoffs That's not in his fault, years. Though.
1: It's Defense not, has been terrible.
2: It doesn't matter if it's fault or, if it's his fault or not. That doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is, when you get a super good quarterback, like, you feel like we're going to win it, and it doesn't always work out like that. You know? That's not the, the end-all, well, be-all. It's important. You have to have a good quarterback. In the history of the NFL, there's only been two quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl that people would probably consider
1: are not good quarterbacks. You know? Sure, so you yeah. have
2: to have a good one. There's also a lot of other good
1: quarterbacks out there too, you it's know. Well, coach, and that's where it brings it back to Gates. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and
0: I'm just going to shout out Dan Marino as one of the greatest probably quarterbacks that never won a Super Bowl. He Been is, to a Super yeah. Bowl. He's definitely the
2: greatest. It's, not, not it's great.
0: crazy to me that Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I, I unbelievable. This, this guy, guy, people don't realize how good he was. I yeah. watched him play, trust me.
2: But <laughs> I mean, this guy then, was a maniac. I mean, look at you know th- the razor thin margin between winning a Super Bowl and not winning. I mean, look at the Falcons. Look it's hard happened. in the football. L- look at Dynasty's what happened. started around. You know, look at what Dynasties happened to us are... in the Super Bowl. Like we were, we were that close. Could have changed history, and instead we changed it the opposite way. And then you look at quarterbacks like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Definitely, people would consider two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and they both won one. You know, so
0: you always and Tom think, Brady's sitting with.
2: Six. Well, Tom, Tom Brady is the reason that a lot of people haven't won him. You know? So, like, yeah. if, like if you're a Chiefs, a Chiefs fan, you got Patrick Mahomes, and you feel like, man, we're, we're going to win the Super Bowl, you know? And then all of a sudden this year, you lost Kareem Hunt halfway through the season last year. It looks like there's a good chance you might l- lose Tyreek Hill also. And the Chiefs fans are already justifying like, oh, yeah, but now we got, we got, uh, you know, Miko Hardman from UGA as a rookie, and like, he's going to replace I've never seen anybody like Tyreek Hill. You know? No, nobody breathe. I've ever seen as a receiver is as fast as that guy. He can get open at any given. He's not even a great route runner. He's just super fast. And that's going to be a big hit to that offense. So you're looking at two of your top four weapons for last year are completely gone. You know, like, we don't know. Who knows? The Chiefs might not even make the playoffs, you know? Like, I think the Chiefs Nothing in the are NFL be- is a given. I think they'll win a Super Bowl with Mahomes eventually, maybe next year. But I'm just saying it's not guaranteed. Nothing in the NFL is guaranteed.
0: Except no, for the Patriots. The Patriots— uh, the first Super Bowl, Tom Brady won. The next season, the Patriots didn't make the playoffs.
2: That's, that is correct. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Let's not forget.
0: But they are the only dynasty we could talk about in the last twenty years. You know, like, at football. Like dynasties in football are not the same. You can't. No. The, you'll never see the Bills of that went four years in a row. You'll never see that. Yeah. If I ever see that again, I don't know. If we bet on something, will you ever see a team go four Super Bowls in a row? Never. Do you think? Never. I don't know.
2: That's I mean, awesome. that's, it, 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 it's hard to say, you know I mean? You Come on! That is you, impossible. I mean, do I think it will happen? Probably not, you know? But um, who knows? The Patriots might go the next two Super Bowls.
0: Well, that's I, true. You know? How many in a row have they been now? Two. Is that
2: two? Yeah, two. Know. They've been in three out of four, you know, but they've been in two in a row. So, I mean, everybody thinks Patriots are favorites again this year, you know? I mean, until, until Brady are. doesn't do it, they're going to be the favorites. They're the Las Vegas favorites for sure. So, you know, I, I don't know if we'll see it or not, but, you know, the league's super competitive, uh, you know. So, you know, I wish your Jets luck. You know, I would love to see a Jets-Falcons Super Bowl. Nobody else oh, would want to see it but us, but I We would almost did, it. you know, in 98. Yeah, we almost we did. Almost yeah, one game away. Did. One game away. Stupid John Elway. Damn, we, Look, John Elway almost didn't win a Super Bowl. He didn't win a Super Bowl until his last two years.
1: Yeah. Won two.
2: yeah. Yeah, he won two in a row. So, I mean, You know, there's definitely been a lot of good quarterbacks, but, you know, most of the great ones have won one. You know, at least one. Sure. You know, I mean, Peyton Manning, you know, I mean, he really, his two, he got, I mean, you know, nobody nobody would consider Eli, uh, you know, a, a, a super great quarterback. He had two of the greatest, you know, runs of all time, you know. But for Peyton, you can look back at his two Super Bowls and say, you know, man, like, if it, they had to come back from down 21 points against the Patriots to make that Super Bowl, the first one that they won with the Colts. And then with the Broncos, Osweiler was starting half the season. They brought Peyton Manning back in for the last couple games. It was you know? an
1: elite defense. It was not because of Peyton
2: Absolutely. So you look at Peyton Manning who, you know, I mean, I know Brady has all the Brady has all of the numbers or, or not the numbers. Brady has all the championships. But to me, for what I've seen with my eyes, Peyton Manning was the, the the greatest thrower of the ball. You know, like, some people say Marino. I I, I was a kid throw-er when Marino was around. Ball? What's that?
1: The greatest thrower of the ball? I
2: mean, nah, bro. I, I want to say greatest quarterback, but I don't know another way to say it because he's not the greatest quarterback. Because obviously, He's that's the most
1: accomplished. He's the most accomplished. He, most he reigns, should have won five or six Super Bowls.
2: He, he went down his, in the playoffs.
1: Maybe he should have had three more, but because of the NFC East…
0: I, I have a feeling uh, Aaron Rodgers won't win a Super Bowl ever again. No, I don't he's on the, the back. I, I mean, he's great. Listen, he's great. But the he's Packers.
2: The thrower of the His whole team sure. hates him. Everybody hates him.
0: Everyone hates him. But that's the problem with Aaron Rodgers. He became a very cocky player. And I didn't yeah. really like that. That turn that he turned in. That person yeah. he turned into. No offense, Aaron Rodgers. I know we're not okay. best friends. Maybe you won't invite me for Thanksgiving. That's
2: okay because his family's not there. Because he doesn't talk to his family. So he might have room for <laughs> at the table. Damn, man. Damn. Man. So, well, let's move on to basketball because we were actually going right. to talk about basketball, and now we only got about 10 minutes left. So let's all actually right, talk right. about basketball. So, <laughs> sorry, I-, I wanted to talk about uh, this guy behind me here, uh, Kevin Durant. Is this the cupcakes is?
0: or the, the guy behind you? Uh,
2: this is actually the same picture.
0: Uh, There's the cupcakes. Uh,
2: the cupcake, well, actually, they're two different pictures. The cupcakes are what the <laughs> Oklahoma City fans held up <laughs> oh. when he came back the first time to play there, you know? So that's what that is. But What, what uh, was the
0: meaning for that? To have cupcakes? And they said and he, he was soft, soft
2: or whatever. Didn't Bittersweet he, or it's something? Cause, it's because they're mad at him because he left is all it was, you know? So, that's true. They loved him there, man. He was yeah. like a god there. Yeah, he was. So he, here's the thing. Kevin Durant yeah. gets injured. We've now learned that his injury, according to Steve Kerr, is quote-unquote more serious than we thought, which, at Shocking. first, they thought it was very serious. He was out. Then it was like, oh, it's a strain. He'll probably come back. But I, I think that was smoke and mirrors. I think they knew he was done at that point. He probably will not be back for the entire playoffs. You know who? Who knows? Maybe you know, like a Game Seven, like uh, Willis Reed moment or something. You know, if they're playing the Bucks and the championship. well, they will be playing the Bucks in the championship. But um, so here's a question: You've got Kevin Durant, who people consider to be the great, the best player in the league, and the Warriors are mopping the floor with. They have not lost a game since he went down. They, if you remember, struggled against the Clippers with him and struggled against the Rockets with him for the two games that were in Houston. And, uh, you know, then as soon as he gets injured in Game 5, Steph Curry turns it on, you know, and then the second game, uh, Game 6 against the Rockets, scores 33 points in the second half after zero in the first half. And the question is, did did, did the Warriors ever even really need Durant? And does this hurt his does this hurt his value or the way people see him around the league if your team can just keep on ticking like you're not even there? Well,
0: I'm I'll I'll, I'll go first. Um, they already have proved that they could win a championship without him. Did they win two without him or they no, won they, one without? They
2: him? won one and then they they went the, Dray, to the Draymond Green got suspended in Game Five when they were up three games to one uh, on against the Cavs. And if Draymond Green plays that game. They probably win that game, and then of course never it, know. you never know. But that was a huge thing in the series, and in, in Game Seven, if you guys remember, Kyrie hit that three pointer, and you know they're basically a Kyrie three pointer away from going for their fifth championship in a row right now.
0: Yeah, I, I, I listen, and Durant's amazing. I was kind of we were just talking about Oklahoma City. I was disappointed when he left Oklahoma City because they really he really like owned that team. That was yeah. him. I know besides the Westbrook sh- issues and stuff, but. Um, I honestly think that I think they're going to play. They might even play better when, when Durant goes down, you know, they're going to be forced to be the way they were, you know, the way they played and Curry, Curry can step up. Come on. The guy's got a great, you know, I don't
2: He was back-to-back MVP before Durant came there.
0: Yeah. Like the whole move, the Durant move felt like, uh, like even though he was younger than like what, what Carmelone did with the Lakers, he just wanted to like get it, get his ring already. So that was a little
2: extra. It was a little extra. You know, him coming over
0: there. It was. So, is is it, so they don't know if he's out-out yet? Or is it kind of like day-to-day? What, they haven't said. The
2: I mean, he's definitely not traveling, or you know, with the team right now. And he's definitely, I, he I mean, this is going to be a four-game series. So, you know, unless Toronto can win tonight, that game might, that might be a, a, a four-game series as well. I watch. But the thing is, is that it doesn't matter because uh, the finals already have a set schedule. So if these can be four-game series, I believe that they'll have, you know, about a week off uh, before it starts. So, you know, I, they haven't said for sure he's out indefinitely, which obviously means we don't know how long he's going to be out. That usually is a bad sign. That usually means
1: that they won't be coming back. But, you know, right. we don't Listen. know. Listen. Durant going to the Warriors was more about the Warriors getting their bus handed to them, choking, if you want to call it that, losing to the Cavs, them going back home and saying, Daddy, Daddy, we got beat by Big Bad LeBron. Can we get our cousin Kevin to come play on our team? And so the Hamptons 5 flew all the way out to the Hamptons to meet with Kevin Cupcake Durant. Can you come play with us? Wait, don't, don't want you to want, to want him LeBron on your team again? next year? Don't at you want, wait, wait, wait hold end. on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna gonna keep begging going begging for you him to come to your team next year. Hold to that thought. Come, come back year. to that. Hold that thought. We'll come back okay, to it. Okay. So they go and recruit him at the Hampton Five <laughs> and go bring what they needed to effectively become the greatest luxury item in NBA history. Yeah. Yeah. They play small ball. They they pass better than anybody. Okay, rapid ball movement. They flow. They're phenomenal. They have the best shooting backcourt in the history of the NBA. Arguably the best backward. ever. Steph Curry ever the is NBA. the greatest shooter we've ever seen by far. He is. Absolutely. By far. And so you have all of that. Phenomenal. He comes in and you're adding, you know, you already take one of the best restaurants on planet Earth and you add a five-star Michelin Sagat rated chef. Every single dish is going to be perfect or should be perfect because that's the expectations. When that five-star chef leaves, if Gordon Ramsay leaves your kitchen, you still have a great restaurant, but there's less stress because it's not all eyes on, right? So they can be more relaxed. They can play more of that stress basketball, and they're going to continue to win and dominate. That said, do I think it hurts his trade value? Absolutely not. You know who I am. I'm KD. You know who I am. People know who he is. He can still drop 35. He can can drop 35 without thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? So he'll be fine. The Warriors will be fine. But, uh, no, I don't think he's going to the Lakers, and um, no, he's not
0: going to Lakers. I'll leave it at that. Oh, God, this whole go to Lakers thing is getting old. I'm So, yeah, I'm, I'm Lakers, out here. I know you're a Lakers fan. No one's going to the Lakers. I'm right?
1: not. Oh, no. he
0: is. No, no, he uh, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of a Lakers fan, too. Yeah. I support them and stuff, but I'm like, the, I still stand by my LeBron coming to the Lakers was a bad move. But uh,
2: and, and, I, I think, actually, to be honest with you, I think there's a good chance he gets traded. I, I don't think he should stay in LA. Magic, I, don't, I don't know. Magic was the reason why he went out there. Magic is gone. LeBron was mad about that. Their coach now is Frank Vogel because Ty Lue turned it down because they're forcing Jason Kidd as the top assistant and Ty, Ty Lue thought that'd be karma since that's what he did to David Blatt in Cleveland. Right. They made him the number 1 assistant and then he ends up taking his job. I think he knew that was probably going to happen here. And I don't know, you know, so could could the the Lakers trade LeBron, you know, to the Pelicans for the number 1 pick. You know, and and then Anthony Davis would stay there. So he would still get to play with Anthony Davis, be, you know, in New Orleans with the Pelicans and then maybe the Lakers could end up getting Zion. You know, they trade the 4th and LeBron or something like that for number that's, 1. Pick. That's
0: that's so. honestly a good place for LeBron in my opinion. LeBron's,
2: I would like
1: Yeah, that. LeBron's not going to win this, in LA. I mean, at it's at this point it's over. No. Yeah his decisions are no longer purely basketball motivated. Yeah, I agree. Oh, his family motivated different stage of his career. He's in mogul stage to quote Colin cowherd that jerk who thinks Bitcoin's a bad investment, whatever. Did he say something? Several I don't want to get times. down that rabbit anyway, hole. Several times. But anyway, <laughs> uh, at the end of the, so LeBron is chose LA, not just cause of magic, but because he had a second or third house there. His kids know the area. The wife wants to get out of, you know, cold snowy Cleveland, they're in a beautiful place, the kids are in school. He's not going to relocate unless so he absolutely is he's forced to. But he's not going anywhere. He might play for the, that's an option, but yeah. they're not going to force him out. Because if he goes, who's watching the Lakers? No, I, don't, I don't. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to force him out. I, I. I
2: think that what he every, wait is no trade clause. Everything you're saying is true. Everything you're saying is true. However, I think he's. We know that LeBron is vengeful. You know? Mm. We know that. We've seen it over and over again with a lot of the way that he's, he's done business, you know, against uh, Dan Gilbert. Even when he went back there, like, he still held that against him, you know? You said he, he tried to separate what he was doing for the city from what he was doing, you know, with the owner and stuff like that. Uh, and, and we've seen him say a lot of stuff, you know? against He got this vendetta against Donald Trump. You know, he said a ton of things about him. I mean, he's not the only person, but, you know, he, he holds stuff against people and he remembers stuff. And the way that everything went down with the Lakers, and Magic Johnson. Even though, I agree with you, he went out there with hopes of, you know, being in movies and stuff, which, I didn't even know this. Me and my kids were watching this movie a couple weeks ago, Smallfoot. It's an animated cartoon about a a Yeti. Uh, Oh, yeah. I saw I was curious about that. LeBron is in that movie. LeBron has a pretty big role in that movie as an animated character, and I didn't even know it until, when we're watching animated movies with the kids, I always pull up the IMDB to see the voices, and I was like, oh my gosh, LeBron is in this movie, you know? So he's already, to some extent, been doing that, He's probably got more coming, but because of the way everything went down, he may change his mind on that in the temporary. You know? That's that's my thought on it. So, it, he we have so much drama going on there. He doesn't like the young players. All the young players know that he wanted them traded. And I do not believe, even though I want Anthony Davis, I want, I don't know if I want Kyrie. He's played with LeBron before, so I would take Kyrie. Uh, you know, like, there's some— uh, other, you know, free Kawhi Leonard. We I don't think any of those guys are going to LA. I don't think there's going to be a single big-name free agent, even though I want it. Trust me, I'm hoping to everything we do. But I, I believe LA will not get a single big-name free agent in the offseason. And LeBron's time is going to be totally wasted there.
1: You They're know? a crap show from the top down. And as 100%. long as Linda Rambis is pulling the strings and Kobe <laughs> Bryant, by way of uh, his agent, I forget his name now, the, the GM there, uh, they're the ones that are listening or the, filling the ear of Jeannie. Buzz, she's not running that organization. People are running it through her. She's not doing the the job the way her dad did. I wish and Kobe she's running would be a GM. the GM. I wish
2: they would put Kobe as a GM. I would love that. He, he, you would,
1: think do he would do a better No, I don't think he would. So, I mean, yeah. Article just has... came out saying they're not replacing Magic's position. Who's that, who said? Oh wow. Recent article on ESPN. Go figure. And who knows? That could be just uh, you know. Uh, smoke and mirrors, but it's a whole crap show from the top down. And that's why I think more than anything, players don't want to come there. There's no stability. Yeah. Every major successful sports franchise has great management from the top down. And the Lakers haven't had that since Dr. Buss died.
0: It's sad. And he loved, he loved, loved the, the Lakers. Like he was beloved by the Laker fans. He loved, loved them since he started owning them, you know? Yeah. And um,
2: uh, the, hard the, to lose a the, owner like that. The, sibling rivalry stuff between, you know, the the, the two bus kids there. I, I can't— Genie Bus and what's the other— What's the other? Oh, she fired the brother. Yeah, last— finally. Yeah, the brother,
0: I don't really hear much about. Genie is all over the well, radio. He, well, that's
2: because he's, he's been talking. gone now for a couple of years, but, you know, he was, you know, for a lot of years, he was a big problem, you know? So, and I think now it's just, you know, we're still feeling reverberating effects from that. And, you know, like, look at, look at what happened with a— uh, what's the— What's the point guard's name that went to uh, the the Nets? What's his name?
1: Oh, yeah, I know from who you're talking about from the Lakers. Yeah,
2: we we traded him. Uh, gosh, I can't. D'Angelo remember. Russell. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell. He was terrible with the Lakers. He sucked. Like I remember, like get this clown out of town. He was terrible. You know, he was like the number three pick or something like that. You know, we shipped him off to Brooklyn. Now he's like playing at all star level. You know, like so. I mean, I don't know. There's like something going on out there that's toxic, you know. I, I and right. it may be Genie Bus. I don't know what it is. Uh, Palenka. It, yeah, Rob Palenka. The th- there's definitely something toxic going on in LA, and so I, I don't know. They got the number four pick. That's one good thing that happened from the NFL or NBA draft. You know, they did. Uh, they moved up from the number eleven spot to the number four spot. The Knicks got the three spot. Obviously, Pelicans uh, got the number one spot. Grizzlies got the two. So they moved up, uh, which was good for them. Uh, it was bad for the home team, Atlanta Hawks. We got uh, they got bumped all the way from number five all the way to number eight, and then they got the Mavericks pick at ten. They could have the Hawks could have had the first pick and the sixth pick. That was the best case scenario. Worst case scenario was only the number nine pick. Ended up with the eight and ten. So it, it very been been very disappointing for the city here. Um, but you know it, the NBA draft was was pretty interesting. I, the problem is, like, even though the Lakers got the number four, is there's really like three really good players in this draft, in my opinion, and then after that, it's a crapshoot. So, you know, they got the number four, like, I don't know, they they probably got as good of a chance of making, you know, as having that guy at number four do well, as they
1: would if you know. We'll they got see. It at number if seven, they're right. Zion, John yeah. Morant, and uh, J T. Barrett, yeah. who is there? You know, but yeah, Camp, we'll see. Cam
2: Reddish, uh, yeah, DeAndre maybe. Hunter from Virginia. They're, you know, the, the, there's some decent players. You know, the, there's some good players. The, the guy from Texas Tech, can't remember his name right now. There, there's some good players, but, you know, there, there's not a lot of, you know, but this is kind of a byproduct of the way that, you know, NCAA has worked with the one-and-done players is, you know, you never know who no. they are. You don't have time to get to, to learn them or to know them because they're leaving after one year. The, the best players are, so. True. Yeah. and we, I mean, Which none takes. of us watch college basketball till a tournament, right? I don't, I don't
0: really watch college basketball in general. Yeah, you so, don't even watch tournament, do you? I mean, I, I used to be into it. I'm not a huge college basketball guy like I used to be. Yeah. I don't know. Although, I played a ton of NCAA basketball video games, which I loved. And which, then they got rid of those. Yeah,
2: which also has an impact on people recognizing players, you know? Yeah, like, no,
0: I actually knew a lot more because I was playing those NCAA, yeah. those games. I love those games, you know? And they just stopped making them, you know? Yeah. So... That's another problem for me, but no, it's. I love basketball. I just never was a huge college guy, and now it just seems like players are just leaving. Now it's like where, college basketball is just not as great as it was in the early '90s, man, or the '90s no, when they like, need. They
2: they need to change. They need the, to do something. They need to change the entry rules for players to the NBA. I think. I, I'm I think surprised the, they haven't. The I'm one and so done. Surprised. The one and done is terrible. I think what they need to do is they need to change it to either, you know you can still come to the NBA straight from straight from high school and that if you're ready and you get drafted and that's what you want to do, then you can do that. If you don't get drafted, then you out. can still go to college. I think that's what they should do. And then they should do a minimum two years. If you start college, you cannot come to the NBA until after two years.
1: Or have to go to it, the G League in between.
0: Still play. Still yeah. home What's here? the yeah. last great basketball player in the NBA that played all his college years and graduated college? Can you name one?
2: Joakim Noah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, jo- uh, Joakim Noah. Uh, that's the first one. He hasn't a on.
0: degree. Now he has a degree.
2: Oh, he yeah, he definitely played all four years. I mean, that's how they won back to back. He because he didn't he didn't need the NBA. He could have came out, out after his junior year and been number one pick. I th- I think maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he could have. I think that's right. I think he did go all four years because he you know his dad wow. was a, was a professional tennis player and they're like super loaded rich and he's like I don't need money. You know I keep playing. I like playing at college. You know. So I remember oh, that was a big story. Right. That's one person I can think of. I mean, there's, there's got to be some if, if we look. But back the problem things,
0: is, yeah. that we can't name them. That's yeah. that's,
1: that's where it's, it's just. Even Tim only went to Wake Forest for three years. Like it's not that common. Yeah. To go all four.
2: No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, because if you're if you're going all four years, then almost any player who has the potential to go on to the N or to the NBA after any year that they think they can do it, they're going to do it because they want that money and they don't want to freaking go to class, you know? So,
0: but the way, talking about like players that get educated, Curtis Martin, the running back, he got an honorary doctorate, which is great. Like, you know, I like seeing these athletes care about their education, Mm -hmm. especially if they're in college, you know, the the guys from high school too, that's a whole nother story. But if you're in college, it's really cool to know that the the ones that care about their education and actually and it's also cool when they go when you hear these players go back to get their degrees. I think I don't know if it could ever happen, but do you imagine there was a bonus in a rookie contract if you happen to go graduate with a degree mm. in, in college? Would that 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 sounds a little ridiculous, but if there was some type of bonus for the player in some fashion to keep them in college, I just think that it would make college basketball so much better if like they actually had these players that will be well, NBA players.
2: There, there's yeah, a, one, a thing, one thing that can be done that I feel like needs to be done, and I can't remember if this is in the works or they're talking about it or whatever, but if you declare for the NBA draft, if you don't get drafted, you can go back to school. That needs to There's no reason to force these kids out, you know, if they don't, like, if they don't get drafted, you know? Like, they got these agents telling them, you know, oh, you can go in, you're going to be a superstar, you're going to be—you're going to get drafted in the first round. They're lying to them. You know, because they know even if they get drafted in the second round, then they're going to make money, you know? So they're trying right. to push them out so you can go ahead and, and get that money. And, it, ha- you know, there's only How many teams are in the NBA? 30? I think there's 30. So there's only 60 players that get drafted out of the whole NCAA. Only 60. So, you know, a lot of those guys are moving too early, you know, and they're not getting drafted. Then, then they're forced out of college, so they have to try to, you know, just get on a team as an undrafted free agent, which a lot of them do. But if they had the option to go back to college, then, you know, that that would be a lot better for them, so.
0: And this has been, a, you know, this is, I mean, the, the thing is that this has been a topic for so many uh, years. It's yeah. almost like, who cares? It's like, it's almost like they don't care anymore, you know? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. We'll see. Well, I let, mean, me, we'll let, see. let
2: me tell you who's going to care. Who's who? going to care it is the NCAA tournament getting worse and worse and worse ratings every year. Every year, yeah. College basketball becoming totally irrelevant because you have no, you know, that's why we have a draft where you got three eh, good players, you know? Well, I mean, Zion Williamson obviously is like the second coming of, you know, LeBron or whatever, you know? Like, he's definitely, you know, like Andrew Luck in the NFL, like definitely going to be a superstar. You know, we don't see that all the time. Um, You know, like when the Hawks had the number 2 overall draft pick several years ago, you know, it was like, Andrew Bogut or Marvin Williams. You know, that wasn't, that was the choice, you know? And uh, they both turned into mediocre at best players, you know? So, you know, there, it's, it's rare you have a draft like this, kind of like Anthony Davis, you know, that seemed like he was going to be a, sh- you know, a sure shot uh, player or whatever. Um, you know, so it's, we don't see a lot of really good players because they're leaving too early and they're not getting their potential. You know, you see these guys at Kentucky that are one and done, and like this year, Kentucky, how far they make it? Like maybe if six, Sweet 16, I think, or Elite Eight, wherever yeah. they made it, like, yeah. you know, it's not that they did that great. The players weren't playing that incredible because they're only there for one year, you know? So the quality is terrible. Your average fan knows it. And that's why we don't watch college basketball until the tournament. I used yeah. to watch college basketball, you know? I did too, I, yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. Time like ago. outside when it was of the cool? tournament. You know? I used to like, oh, it's a Saturday. There's a game on. I'll watch it, you know? But it's just gotten so bad. The one and done, the one and done rule was the worst rule ever instituted, you know? Because it's just you cannot keep up with who the players are, you know? So when every year you got a new superstar in college basketball you've never even heard of, you know, I, when the second best player in the whole NCAA is playing for Murray State, that tells you everything you need
1: to know right there, you know? <laughs> no yeah. love for Cinderella. No okay. love. No.
2: So, all right, guys. Well, I guess that's uh, that's going to wrap it up. Do uh, you guys got some 30 seconds to, to fame here? 30 I seconds do. to glory? I'm going to go last.
0: Okay. I'll go first. Um, I saw Detective Pikachu. Oh. <laughs> How was it? I, I, I want to just straight up. This is my main point here is that the movie was fine. It was entertaining. But main point, I was disappointed while watching it because it was another victim of, like, everything I saw in the trailer was the shocking moments. And I was like, why did you guys show me all these Pokémon and not like save a few of them for more of a reveal? I'm a big Pokémon guy, right? So, it, what my main point is, my main point is I hate how Hollywood is just showing too much in the trailer. Like tease me a little bit. Like Endgame did a great job of confusing you. You had no idea what was going on really in in the Endgame trailer. Um, but as a movie that I was super pumped to see, it was super disappointing because I feel like this, the trailer spoiled it. Maybe that's my fault. I got to stop watching trailers, but why would I stop watching trailers? I love fucking trailers. I mean, I I, ah, I curse. I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, that's my, that's, my, that's my rant just about trailers and how I hate ruining, the, how it ruins it for me. So Detective Pikachu was definitely not a favorite movie of mine because of that. Okay. I'm sorry, um, church boys. You're mad at me?
2: We forgive.
1: We I'm a Jersey, Jersey boy, you know. I'm trying. I'm trying I'm to from hold New it. New York geographic location, <laughs> relevant. No. Uh, so my 30 seconds. Here we go. People are sleeping on the Milwaukee Bucks. They play phenomenal defense. Giannis is a freak. Two steps to the basket from nearly the three-point line, and he's already at the rim. Incredible footwork. Uh, just a monster down low. Rim protector, ball handler. He's increasing his range. From uh, from the key to the beyond the arc, he is, I believe, going to be LeBron James 2.0, better in every way. But the biggest thing that I love about Giannis, who now is officially my favorite basketball player on the planet. Oh, wow. Official. It's official. Uh, and he has the makings. He could be an all-time great if everything keeps arcing the way it's supposed to. He is humble. He is aggressive. He is willing to work hard. He doesn't complain. He is the antithesis of the modern-day superstar athlete and I can't say enough good things about them. I believe they're going to give the Golden State Warriors their run for their money, and the Warriors are going to run into a buzzsaw, and they're going to learn to fear the deer. Nice.
2: Funny you say this. People are sleeping on the Golden State Warriors. (laughs) So uh, earlier in the playoffs, there was this thought that the Golden State Warriors were vulnerable uh, because they don't care or because they're apathetic. And they struggled against the Clippers. Ever since then, they've turned it on. The Rockets were a good team. They won a couple games at home. But in my opinion, the Golden State Warriors are, you know, definitely going to be one of the greatest dynasties we've ever seen. This run is not over after this year. When Durant leaves, guess what they have? A ton of money that they didn't have before. There will be another player or maybe two players that come in. I think this team is going to stay together for a while. And uh, get used to it, whether you like it or not. The Warriors are going to be the team to beat for a long, long time still to come. Uh, Obviously, Michael Jordan and the Bulls, they won six championships out of eight years. If you wouldn't have retired, they could have won eight in a row, probably. They probably would have, honestly. Uh, So I don't know if the Golden State Warriors can quite, you know, match that feat. But I think Steph Curry and Klay Thompson have a great shot to end uh, their careers with more rings than Michael Jordan. That's your very second shot. No
1: story. pun intended. Great shot.
2: God, he's so— the, You know what? Those two guys, both of them. Now, I, Steph Curry's a little more consistent than Klay Thompson is, but when Klay Thompson gets on fire, he's more on fire than any player we've ever seen shooting threes. But the way that those two guys shoot the ball, the, their footwork, the way they'll just like all of a sudden hop behind, like it's so fast. They just hop behind the line, shots any other player in the NBA, any any other player other than maybe James Harden, you would say, that's a terrible shot. Why would Best you do that? Path. Yeah. And they make them consistently. It's so unbelievable to watch. And uh, it's also very, very interesting to watch uh, Steph Curry's parents during this series uh, against the Blazers because, you know, Seth Curry is on uh, the Trail Blazers, and they about to get swept up. So
1: It might be a gentleman's sweep. Maybe Portland wins one at home if they're feeling a little feisty. No, nah, they they, they
2: gave up during the game last night. You, you could see it. Yeah, they, they, they're done. They know they're done. You could see it in the press conference. Uh, I, I say uh, 0% chance it goes five games we'll see though maybe it's a hard place to play it's a, it's a great arena so everybody thank you so much for uh, joining us you guys got anything else? oh I thought uh, we ended the
1: recording already I thought we were just chopping it up we weren't done
2: oh we didn't start?
1: <laughs> wait did we start the show? no no I no, thought the, we were just okay. we're about was to that start. the warm up? yeah yeah no, that was like up, spring though?
2: training yeah yeah spring football
0: alright let's do live now <laughs> okay Uh, No, it was fun. I'm glad that we got— It's always fun to talk sports, and I think the summer is always a kind of weird spot for sports, but once we hit that fall, oh, boy. yeah.
2: Yeah, it's the— We got the finals coming up. None of us are super into baseball, which is all that's really going on right now other than the playoffs. And, you know, as good as the NBA finals are to watch,
1: it's like every three days, you know? Finals are going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be be
2: great, but there's like nothing else going on. It, like, now at least we still got almost a game every day, but that's going to, you know, finals are over two weeks, so you got a lot of days where you don't have games. And who knows? It could be four or five game series even then. You know, I I predict No. No. It could be. It's going to go six or seven. It could be. It could be. We don't know that. We we don't know that. that. A lot of people said, a lot of people believe that the Blazers would beat the Warriors. Without Those Kevin are on Durant. Drugs.
1: I agree Those with you. I think it's drugs. totally
2: stupid. I think I think it will go six or seven games. Uh I, I, I do agree. So there you go. Walking Shout dead. out to the walking
0: dead. We were talking about it before. Yeah. I like the comic more.
1: Sorry.
2: <laughs> so okay, guys, that's all we got. We will uh, talk to you guys next week.
1: See you guys. See ya.